Hey everybody, thanks for joining us on the Chi-Town Throwdown. I'm your co-host Tim Keeker. I'm here with Ryan Felkamp. Hey Ryan, what's on your mind? It's on my mind is we gotta apologize first and foremost that we missed last week. So uh life took over. Uh we had too much to drink at the Super Bowl. We're just gonna blame it on that. But I'm blaming happy, on my kids. Yeah, happy to be back at it. Uh we are gonna cover uh our Super Bowl bets, uh the Super Bowl game itself a little bit, but again. Apologize we missed, but grab your favorite cold one and let's get after it. Icy cold. Icy cold. Nice. Nice. It's my Tuesday night, late night buzz. So here we go. <laughs> so I got to start off um, and let's just get into the Super Bowl first and foremost and and start with the bets. And I have to apologize to the fan base that uh, – the Eagles just not did not come through. I felt really good at, at halftime. Took a little bit of a gander at FanDuel and saw, I think they were giving me the buyout of about 100 bucks and or 70 bucks. And I just said, that's a pretty dominant first half of controlling the foosball, keeping Mahomes off the field. And they just laid an egg. I, uh, I have to say it's, it, it wasn't on the show, but um, Allie, right before the game, my girlfriend goes, are you sure it's a good idea to put everything on, on Philly? And I was like, I really think they're going to win. Yeah. She's like, you're not hedging at all. So right before kickoff, I threw in Chiefs plus wasn't one and a half over 50 and a half and Kelsey to get a touchdown. And that really helped stop the bleeding. The day right there. Yeah, stop the bleeding. That saved the day. Um, hopefully everyone played that first uh, first completed pass by both quarterbacks because it hit again. Easiest $50. Yeah. Five out of five times in the last three weeks of playing that. That might be my new staple bet. In the playoffs. In the in the playoffs, but even like the regular season with a good quarterback, I might just go. I think you're going to lose more than you win in the regular okay. season. Okay. I'll take that bet. Ooh. And challenge. Unless you get well, and here's here's why. I think it's a great bet. Okay. I just think that depending on your matchup, you might want to just look into that. But we have a whole offseason to figure that out. We sure do. So Eagles let us down in the old betting prop, but I mean what what were your overall thoughts of the game? Let's let's recap it. I know we're going back a week and we drink a lot, so we are really stretching the old memory a little bit thin here, but let's start with Chris Stapleton. What an American hero. Watch that. <laughs> I've watched that like seven times in the last, like even this week. It just so good. So good. So uh, also he was like hit the under on that by like ooh. a tenth of a second or something crazy. Uh, it was like 203 and he came wow. in at like 2029. Really messing some people up in Vegas, but also really making a bunch of people cry. Uh, Nick Sirianni included. Yeah, so that was really. I thought that was really cool. Um, Chris Stapleton is ooh, stud. This can be a hot take right here. In my to my to my mind, probably the best country artist out there, and I'm saying that as a huge Eric Church fan. So it's a bold statement, but. Unbelievable performance by Chris Stapleton to kick off the Super Bowl. So what was your thoughts on the first half overall? Um, game plans, 
what did you what did you see Eagles Chiefs first half? What'd you think, Timmy? For me, it, it's to switch gears musically. It's the Pantera song "Domination." It Philly looked unstoppable. Uh, I I just couldn't. They're, they weren't getting pressure, though, up the middle. Their defensive line wasn't really getting pressure. So while they looked like they could do pretty much anything they wanted, I was thinking to myself, like, oh, this, this isn't good. Like, they're not getting home, and they keep slipping, and they keep falling, and then they're showing stacks of shoes mm-hmm. on the Eagles' uh, sidelines, which I would love to get my hands on a couple pair of size 12s out of that. That'd be cool. If the turf was absolutely yeah, – the turf was pathetic, and – that was an abysmal job by the Arizona groundskeeper crew. They it need is, to call the sod father. Right it now. is. It is not the Arizona groundkeeper crew. The NFL has their own sod father. Oh, oh. Guess what team he works for. Just take a guess. The Giants. Kansas City Chiefs. Oh. This was his last time doing it. He's been doing it for every Super Bowl. Um, and... So this is the Barstool Big Cat. Barstool Big Cat has this theory Love that, Big Cat. Uh, dude, dude's amazing, um, that he, yes, the field was the same for both teams, but he let the Chiefs know, come out with long cleats, this shit's going to be slick, and uh, didn't say anything to the Eagles, and that's how he, he gave, uh, that's how he gave them an edge. <laughs> I don't. Wow. Yeah, I mean, so. I this, didn't know that nugget. Yeah, it's, it was. It was mildly infuriating, um, but the but the evidence is there, right? Yep. We didn't we didn't see Kansas. There's like they have check out. Uh, pardon my take. It's from earlier. Like, well, I'm gonna quote this all wrong. That podcast is amazing. I listen to it every chance I get. So check them out. They will cover it in depth. They have actual stats of how many times uh, Kansas City slipped. A Kansas City player slipped and fell versus wow. a Philly player, and. Um, and the difference is staggering. Now, it is the same field for both teams. Uh, and but if you have the cleats for it, and you're you have a whole half, I mean, you, you Philly has the cleats too. Did they not notice that in the warmups? Yeah, they're I, out on the field two three hours before the game, but they're not really. I mean, they're not really getting after it full full. Or like they, especially in the Super Bowl, right? Like that's. Well, I mean, they're running routes, so you would you would notice if you were coming out of their cuts. Uh, offensive defensive linemen are doing reps. Yeah, but they're not going full force. They're just okay. putting hands on. Listen, like whether that's the truth or not. Hey, love a good got, conspiracy. But you have to make the adjustment. Philly has to make the adjustment. It's it's nobody's fault, but the Philly players and the trainers or guess or whoever whoever's equipment managers like get the new yeah. shoes out here get them yeah. out here and start changing see you know play a series with the long ones and see if you like it better you and i have played yeah. enough sports and not had the luxury of having three different sets of shoes that we can just easily pop on you know yeah. by, by some lackey bringing it and you know damn well if we had that opportunity we would do it right so yeah oh god yeah again getting back to the game itself i'm with you uh, Eagles came out and dominated the time of possession. Thought it was a brilliant, brilliant job there. Keep Patrick Mahomes off the field. You couldn't even remember him being out besides that first drive when both teams marched down the field. You barely remember Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes being on the field. 
Yeah. But great opening drives by both teams. Great. Again, Kelsey is on a different level than everyone right now. You know what he saw there was Andy Reid's genius and Kelsey and Mahomes' genius to a beautiful route and getting him open, and then throughout the rest of the game when they did have the ball, especially in the second half, playing off of the fear of Travis Kelsey and scheming people open. But what you saw in the first half was the Jalen Hurts come up, you know, again, party showing that he can play at the biggest level. Did he have the fumble? That was a freak accident, nerves, whatnot. When you're calling his number as much as they did, um, I. I I know we can get it later in the show, but to sit there and say that you cannot win with a quarterback who has the ability to run was evident by the, what what they put up 35 points in the Super Bowl. The Eagles did. Yeah. They still lost, but yeah, they lost, but 35 points and they called his number time after time after time with the run play. They, they ran set draws, they ran reads, they ran, what, five or six successful fourth and one QB sneaks. That's money everybody knew that was coming and just money in the bank. So first half, hell of a performance. And, and it was just the tale of two halves. And my, my biggest disappointment from that game was the Philadelphia Eagles defense did not get off the airplane. Didn't get home. Never got home. Did not get off the airplane in Arizona. They were awful. They were not eventful. Do you remember an impact play from the Philadelphia Eagles from the Super Bowl? I know it was a week and a half ago, two weeks ago. Do you remember an impact play? For the defense. No. How can you talk about all that star power, that defensive line star power, and Dominican Sue being in Dominican Sue? Oh, God. I've, of course he did that. Reddish. All of their great pass rushers, that dominant defensive line, non-existent. Just not. I, I tell you what, I, I felt jobbed. Because I thought Jalen Hurts was the MVP of that game. Um, 300 yards passing with a touchdown, 70 yards rushing, and three touchdowns yeah. on, his, on his legs. Like, dude's the MVP. And the only reason they don't give it to him is because they didn't win. And that's gutless. It's it's gutless of the NFL to be not be able to do something like that. I mean, again, I don't know if gutless is the right word. I've never heard of, I'm thinking about, you never see a consmite trophy away winners with a dude who doesn't win the cup right it's it's always it's always speaking of hockey we might have to get into that in a little bit but um i have some brief thoughts for later um yeah hey keeping you hanging in here um yeah so just bad second hand the the defense of the philadelphia eagles with pathetic and the game was very entertaining. Okay. I thought so. Very entertaining football game. But I'm I know I'm gonna <laughs> people aren't gonna like it, but I did not like that call. The end. at the at the end of the game. 
so I have some some thoughts on them, and they're probably we haven't amazingly enough. With even though it's been a week and a half, we haven't really talked about this. I think we were waiting to be here where we could record it and have our first blush. But um, go ahead and give your take, and I will uh, I will go from there. So my take in first and foremost is that every one of the Eagles handled the press and the accountability like a fucking champ. Yeah, not one of them blame the refs not one of them but there is a holding call on every snap in football that could be called every snap you let them play it was not a highly penalized game i I, i've been saying this whole time there were no uh there were no no hold defensive holding penalties the whole game the whole you let them play the whole game the fans deserved to see if Philadelphia, with a minute 45 left, one timeout, could drive down the field to kick a field goal, score a touchdown, or get stopped to decide that game. But once again, two times in a row, the refs dictated the end of the game for the Kansas City Chiefs. And made it and it and, and just made a great game into a terrible ending. Mm-hmm. Those are my thoughts. Yeah, so we basically agree here. My my point is like you know, and all the oh, it's if it's a foul in the first quarter, it's a foul in the fourth quarter. And in in the NFL, we don't, they don't you know Dan Dan McNeil got he got on his high horse and went full on old man on the Facebook machine, but. um about that and it, but it you know it's like yeah that's you're you're exactly right it is a foul in the first quarter that's a foul in the fourth quarter the nfl is not the same as as other sports where they do all of this shit under the guise of safety but here's the thing you didn't call it in the first second or third quarter you threw it on a play that sealed it and let them make sure that they could run out the clock and so the optics are horrible the foul was not egregious by any stretch of the imagination. I've seen regularly in in the playoffs and in regular season much, much worse than that while the ball was in the air and should actually be P.I., not get called. So yep. I, I've said this now three podcasts in a row. The NFL has a problem on its hands. What's pass interference? What's defensive holding? What's a late hit? What they? What's a they, pick? What's a rub route? Right. Exactly. And so, like, this is the same shit we had when what's a catch. Right. Right. When it when it's it because because of the way replay is and the way it works, like it takes all of the common sense out of it. Yeah. It's the same as like the stupid rule that they're trying to change by making the bases bigger in baseball. When you slide in and your foot naturally bounces up a little bit and the, yeah. the tag is applied, so you're technically you're out, even though for 120 years nobody's ever been able to see that and you've always been safe yeah you know so yeah so i'll say this about the chiefs uh, you saw once again andy reed's brilliance of a play design in his uh, he was capitalizing on a defense unable to it's like they've never seen motion before but the last two touchdowns were wide open so i did see i did see a breakdown of those two plays. Okay. Was, and what was the uh, breakdown? Anthony Heron, I think, did it. And basically, early in the game, they did that. And this is going to be some inside 
inside football stuff. Yes. So um, early in the, early in the game, they would run that motion, and the they had I think they had two high safety. So yep. one of the safeties would come down, right? Or, or it was the other way around. One high safety, and so the other safety would drop back out. He would he would drop out of the coverage, and then they were they were switching off the routes. Well, so. So when you saw that happen, it's like, okay, cool, because this is what they put on film all season, that this is the way to play this. And now in the Super Bowl, they changed it of all times. And the last game of the year, they go, cool, we have created this tendency over 17 games plus three playoff games or whatever they had, right? And now this is what you think we're going to do. And so now instead of that, now we're going to use that to our advantage because that safety is dropping back and you're going into a too high safety look, right? And so then... They, the, it makes the handoff of, um, of the two wideouts be uh, impossible. They, they yep. can't do it. So the guy is running the wrong way when the route comes out. I think it was Anthony Heron. Look for it on, on Twitter. I'm, I'm sure it's out there. But there's an, he does an absolute amazing breakdown of why those two yep. plays work. Now, here's the, here's the real shitty part of it for Philly. Fool me once. Shame on, shame on you. Fool me yep. twice. Shame on me. What the hell are you doing still running that same formation defensively and not adjusting to after just getting embarrassed in the yeah. same exact situation and then the same motion, the same everything happens, and then you make the same move. And Andy Reid goes, this is too goddamn easy. He's he's just – the walrus is such a genius. It's, it, it is offensive creativity at 67 years old that is just mind-boggling. And the so, enemy has run, you know, has gone away. I don't, you know, who's in line now. And now somehow the Kansas city chefs are in line for Matt Nagy to be their next, next head coach. I mean, I'm not un, unlike a lot of uh, teams when they get good and they have sustained uh, success, you know, everybody starts to hate them. I'm not really a hater of Kansas City, but I'm no. really, I'm really kind of excited to watch them have to uh, toil in despair with Matt Nagy's horribleness there. So that'll be, that'll be fun to watch. Matt Nagy has got himself a ring a year after running one of the worst offenses in the league, schematically play calling execution for three years in a row and just goes and brings Andy his cheeseburgers on a daily basis and gets him a ring and looks and literally just I always cracked up when I saw Nagy coaching Mahomes you know coaching him up on the sideline it's got that out like what do you think's going through the Patrick Mahomes he's like hey hey like thanks man get away you know in his high-pitched awkward voice and shit like yeah, yeah we're like dude I got this Matt, go go get you a visor, a nice red visor, and, and get those coattails. I I'm actually really surprised Bianami left. Oh, there was something weird. There's something weird there. I think he Bien-Ami didn't. Was, he didn't leave for a head coach job. He has he the not. same job. Same job, two year contract, not With a huge a contract. team. They, you just know that Bianami was just like Nagy the year before. They're just there to support Reed, but Reed's making the calls. Mm-hmm. Reed, Reed is there. I know I made the prediction that this was the Andy Reed going away party, but he says he's coming back. I mean, that family's, it's not like he's got to invest time in 
they got so much drama anyways. You might as well just coach football. <laughs> like, like dude. where are you going with this? Like, yeah, like, <laughs> again, at this point, it's so messed up anyways because he's just given his whole career to football. Well, might as well ride it out and be the greatest of all time. He's got one one kid passed away, right? One kid's in jail for that yep. DUI thing that worked for him the at the time. Ski. Yeah, and then he – I don't. I think he has one like normal kid, right? Yeah, who knows? But congrats. Um, I guess to wrap up our Super Bowl segment. Um, very entertaining game. I did not like how it ended. Um, I could care less about the halftime show unless you like to Blast talk about me. it. That's odd. Hey, that brings in my word of the week: audacious. That is an audacious take slash blasphemous. I'm very mad at you. Wasn't it like what did they have a show on Netflix called Squid Games that did the same performance? I don't know. I didn't watch Squid Games. I can't watch. I cannot watch overdubbed <laughs> stuff. Is I I was I'm not gonna lie here. I was had a shot, and then we went down and played some ping pong because I could give two shits with Rihanna on there. So, but um, audacious enjoy, of me, I guess. I to yeah to just write it off. I, I just had to work the word of the weekend. That's all. So do we get like a definition and can you use it a sentence again there for me for the word of the week, Tim? Bro, my, I'm not. Mm-mm. Oh, okay. Well, we'll just move that on to maybe next segment for our uh, our fan base here. You know what? Me. I think you should start talking. Okay. I will be on Perfect. Mute, not Googling. Audacious. Not Googling the word of the week, audacious, but well, more to I come mean, on this. It was like a week ago. Yeah. So Perfect. Uh um, all right, so here we are. A couple things have happened. It's the first day of the franchise tag. Um, we are going to cover some baseball. We're going to do a baseball show next week, but we got to talk about what's going on a little bit in the league here. So first and foremost, I think Aaron Rodgers is in his four-day seclusion of darkness with darkness of hippies and everything there, but Let's talk about, first and foremost, that, let's play the, the quarterback carousel. So Derek Carr officially released from the Raiders. And the first stop he goes to is the New York J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Good luck. His brother comes out today and says this is going to be a long process. So I... I thought it'd be a really fun game to start playing the predictions of, you know, the quarterback carousel, maybe some of the franchise tags, but let's just talk some quarterbacks right now. And before free agency even starts, um, be fun to have it on the record where you think some of these QBs are going. So Timmy, Derek Carr, where's he going to be? Uh, I did not know this was coming. Ooh. Um, I'm going to go with, uh, I think he ends up, well, who, what, who has needs? Tennessee, Jets. Uh, what are our the, options here? The Tennessee, I don't know. The Tennessee Titans have not moved off from Ryan Tannehill. He's got a huge cap hit. It's being rumored that he is, but they have not moved off of Ryan, Ryan Tannehill. Uh, Carolina. Okay. There's an option. I think Carolina is my still number one to trade with. That's my sleeper. I called it three weeks ago to trade with the Bears. But, yes, Carolina, New Orleans, Tampa Bay, Oakland. Who else needs a QB? It's not Oakland. 
Oh, excuse me. Las Vegas. You're right. Uh, the Jets need a QB. Seattle. Are they going to resign Geno? The New York football giants don't have a QB one under contract here. Wow. He just fired his agent. $40 million. I think Danny dimes. I think they franchise him. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I'm not paying that clown 40 million. I mean, it's a good job if you could get it. Yep. So let's look at some of these quarterbacks. So we got Derek Carr, Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, Jimmy Garoppolo, Teddy Bridgewater, Danny Dimes. Somehow Case Keenum is still getting paid. <laughs> Jacoby Brissett. No, no. Case Keenum uh, retired at the Super Bowl. Okay. With, no. a Bud Light, with a Bud Light in his hand. No, he didn't. That was not Case Keenum. That oh, was, that uh, was t- uh, Chad Henney. Yeah, the Chad. Michigan QB one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you got, you got Jacoby Brissett, who I thought was really good this year. Yeah. With the, the Browns before uh, Captain Masseuse came back mm. um you got dalton taylor heineke you got dare i say lamar um there's a lot out there you dude. know who's out there chase daniel chase daniel is a chase. brilliant man I, I'm just, nathan peterman also a free agent six foot nothing arm for nothing he's made 67 million dollars get it boy in the NFL, Chase, and you know he's a, like a brilliant finance guy. Oh, yeah. you know he's a guy who would not not like Mark Brunel, the, the lefty, who spent one hundred twenty million dollars and blew it. So, okay, so wrap. Give me, you gotta get that All first right. answer. Where do you think Derek Carr's going? All right, so I think Derek Carr ends up with the Jets. I think that's where he goes. That those two, all he knows is chaos in, in Oakland slash LV. Right, the Jets are the same breed of chaos. So he'll go there and feel right at home. He's not smart enough to go and find some other gig. I think it's between the Jets and the Saints. Um, I do like your Jets pick. I will second the Jets. Baker Mayfield, Mr. Stay, Commercial. Stays with the Rams. Agreed. I think they were very happy with his play. He picked up the offense well. He, dare I say, had a good couple games. Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy G. The most handsome guy in the NFL, right? Yeah. Uh, Saints, maybe? No, they don't have the money for him either. Right? They're way over. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Jimmy G to the Buccaneers. Oh, that's a great fit. What about yeah. Oh, that's a good fit. What if I'm we trade what if we trade fields to the Bucks? Don't go there. For the first okay. round, for their first round pick, and then yeah, we what, take the, the, the number eight, one, pick. the twentieth overall. Yeah, that, no, yeah. no, and then we take the number one. No, with, okay, okay, no, no. that's no. we're just gonna say no to that. Geno Smith, it's Seattle. Uh, they'll resign him. I, I didn't. I think to. they, I think they find a two, three year deal. I think they find a three year deal done. And I think I think they draft a the quarterback. I think it'd be a smart move for them. Too. Yeah, I, I think, think what are they picking like six? I think, I think or eight, seven, seven and something else. They have two picks. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I I think one of those goes to a QB and they go, Gino, you're our man for two years. Here's a two year deal. Bring this guy along. So who's, who's QB one of the Saints next year? Uh, what's his nuts? Number Jameis. Seven. 
no. Oh yeah, Jameis. Jameis was there, right? Jameis what about Teddy there. B? What about Teddy B? There, Teddy he's Bridgewater. a free agent. Dalton's a free agent. Dalton started like the last eight nine games for him. Yeah, but he's not good. <sighs> Man, are things things are looking grim in in New Orleans these days? Great food, from what my wife says, but things are looking shady. It smells like farts there at all times. It's gross. Yeah, I've. But I, I, would, no I will. I will go there tomorrow. If you okay. if you want to go, well, actually, I won't. I won't go until after Mardi Gras over. <laughs> I won't. I won't be going tomorrow. But if you want to go? Does like, Jacoby Brissett have a starting job somewhere? Does head? Did he earn it? Where does Brissett go? Oh man, he played so good with Cleveland. He did. It was like that. Was like a heartbreaker. Could he go to the Saints? Or could he go to? Uh, if they don't make that trade, could he go to Carolina? Carolina still doesn't have a QB, although they can re-sign Sam Darnold. I don't know if they will or not. But. No, and I just don't think that coach wants to go the veteran route anymore. So yeah, give me my guy. Let me show you what I yes, can do with my guy. Yeah, yeah. I just think too much of that. So that's gonna be, it's gonna be a very interesting piece here, but. I don't think if you're any of the QB needy teams picking in the top 15, top half of the draft, I don't think there's really any of these QBs that says, I want to go all in with Jimmy Garoppolo. I want to go all in with Derek Carr instead of I'd rather pick my QB, not have to overpay for one of those veterans and, if I'm wrong with it, so be it. But I just don't think Bryce, Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, Will Levis, Anthony Richardson, any of those guys jump out and say that's it. You know, the Lamar, Lamar Jackson contract saga is going to be interesting. I bet we, we get the training camp about Atlanta. I bet we get the training camp and he doesn't have a team yet. Because we also haven't talked about Atlanta needing a QB too. He would fit in Atlanta, in the city of Atlanta, right? Like he will thrive there and they will get behind him. That would be a great fit for him on the field and off. So <laughs> what does Atlanta <laughs> trade? What was that? <laughs> like this is, this is what's fun. It's just playing GM. Like, so what would Atlanta trade for the right to negotiate and overpay for Lamar Jackson. Can Lamar Jackson win you a Super Bowl? Uh, as of now, no. So, I mean. Is he not Jalen Hurts, but an MVP on his resume compared to Jalen Hurts? Uh, yeah, I mean. <laughs> He is, but I I don't know. Like he's more dynamic. He's got a better arm, like a more lively arm. I don't know if he's as accurate, Jalen Hurts, but we just talked about how you can ruin the world in quarterback. The 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 knock against him compared to Hurts is Jalen Hurts is that Jalen can can squat like six hundred pounds. He's a thicker, stronger dude. But Lamar's pretty strong, but he got dinged this year. And then he didn't come back from it. So very interesting. What to say Atlanta is on the phone. 
I'm going to say that I don't want anyone from their team. Baltimore does not want to pay him what the Browns paid uh, Captain Massage. Yeah. The Re- Mr. Reb and Tug. The H.J. King, Deshaun Watson. Because Deshaun know, like, got what? Isn't that funny how everybody's like, man, we could have had Deshaun Watson. Nope. Like, yeah, the, all that talk disappeared. And then he missed time, and you don't know if he's the same player. What and They guaranteed him a full, was it $300 million guaranteed? It's some crazy-ass number. And I think that's what like Lamar wants. That's what that's what Cleveland being Cleveland did. Is they just not only did they reset so, it, that was so dumb. But they just skipped resetting it and just gave no other option. It was an audacious move, oh, man, showing twice. an impudent lack of respect for the other players. Because. You skipped topping the the most guaranteed money. You said, "Fuck it, let's just guarantee all of it." Deshaun, come here. You are the don't say come. Piece. Don't say come here. No, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you are the missing piece to taking the Browns to the Super Bowl. Taking the Browns to the Super Bowl. Excuse me. Five years, two hundred thirty million guaranteed. I'll take it. $45 million guaranteed. Doll hairs. So I don't think I don't think Baltimore wants to do it, dude. Yeah. I mean, the thing is though, they built their whole they built their whole team around him. So they tried, but then you had him on a rookie deal. Now it's now it comes the same discussion as Danny Dimes, same discussion as, as everyone, is that if you pay him $45, 50000000 million, Mark Andrews can't stay healthy. They tried the drafting uh, a number one wide receiver out of Minnesota a couple of years ago, can't stay healthy. They traded for, it was it Hollywood Brown or is he, did they trade Hollywood Brown? No, no, Hollywood Brown traded away. Traded away. So they he, drafted that's, him. That's A.J. Brown. Yeah, so... Can he make others around you better? Or is he just that dynamic running quarterback that he has you have to make people better if you're gonna make 50 million because you've got to this is Aaron Rodgers all over again. Aaron Rodgers bitched Aaron Rodgers, and bitched and bitched. But Aaron Rodgers makes people better. But he does. But then he it took him how long to get that receiving core on the same page because you can't keep paying Devontae Adams. You can't pay Devontae $30 million and Aaron 50 It's a go field a team with two dudes eating up $80 million of your salary cap. Right. So. You're right. You're right. Um, switching gears a little bit. Franchise tag. Uh, first day today. I don't think as of 9.50 or central time, anyone has given the tag. But I am... I'm saddened by some reports that I'm hearing is that the Washington commanders are about 99% going to tag Deron Payne, which he was my hopeful to get in Alabama first rounder D tackle 14 sacks this year. Uh, Really, really, really sucked that he has not uh, 
going to be able to get to the, the Bears. So, well, Lamar Jackson's going to get tagged. I think so as well. Danny Dimes is going to get tagged. I think so as well. Saquon's not. Can't use it twice. Coming to the Bears for nine million. So what? No, when I told you seven, you thought that was too high. Yeah, I do. I know. So nine million's the reach. I do. I just don't value that position. So Jordan Poyer. Great safety. Um, we have one great safety. Eddie was was having a good year. So I, I don't – Deron Payne is my guy that I really wanted to, to see. And I think every, every report says it, but shit, I mean, how much can the commanders pay on their D-line? They, they just – they have Montez Sweat that's going to be on his fifth-year deal. He's going to need fresh paper. He signed – uh, another D tackle with a fresh paper and a big contract. And then they're going to have to really decide on the dude from Ohio State, Chase Young. Remember him? No. See, that's the problem. He was that number two overall pick at Ohio State defensive end. And he tore it up his rookie year. You, usually we watch the draft together on bowling night. Yes. At the time the second round has happened, I'm already like six, six years. No, he's a first round or second pick overall. Oh, well, he had a huge I was probably bowling campaign. when that happened. Then. Yeah, huge rookie campaign. Then he tore his ACL, and and dare I say he has a lot, you know, Lonzo Ball not even ACL, but just didn't come back. It took him a long recovery, and I think he's going in his fourth year. So it's going to be interesting to see how that progresses. Um, some some rogue Bulls coverage. Lonzo Ball declared today that he is out for the season. He sucks. So. Again. <sighs> That's the one we have, right? That's the ball we have. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. He he looked really good starting off, but again, I have a personal I had my meniscus, I completely ruptured and had mine repaired and it's still not there, but he's also a professional athlete. He's got the supporting cast, the best surgeons. He was in a lot better shape of me than when he pulled it, so but mm-hmm. we digress. Mm-hmm. Speaking of digression, Oh, are you ready for it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've made the people wait. We're coming up to the end. <laughs> All right. Everybody's like, I'm only listening this deep into this podcast to hear who the dime of the week is. All right. So if we're going to – so I, I did get – it's one of my favorite segments to think about, right? So since I missed uh, a week – since or we missed, excuse me. I'm going to give you the dimes of the week. Two and dimes? They, they just happen to be twin sisters. Shut up. Out of the University of Miami's basketball team. Okay. Many people probably know they are. It is. They are the uh, Cavender twins. It's Haley and Hannah Cavender. And they are millionaires. Another TikTok millionaire group. But. Two blondes. Yes, I heard about them. Skimpy stuff. So they are dimes of the week since we missed a week. This is a sports show. So if we can have dimes who are athletic and know sports and talk sports, you're just going to get a shout out from the Chi Town Throwdown. So the Cavender twins are banging hot. So, and their NIL deal is a million dollars. 
<laughs> a million bucks. A They're, million bucks. They've made three million on TikTok. If you want to see, they they you know are they, they're dimes. They are not the most well endowed in certain areas, but beautiful athletic build there, and they love to wear next to nothing in their TikTok. So, shy top throw down. You're welcome. Times of the week. Times of the week. Just search Cavender Twins. C A V I N D E R. Love that money. Cavender Twins, feel free to join the Shy Town Throwdown for a celebrity guest experience. Uh, send us a donation to uh, cash or a couple cold Miller Lite cases. My best friends call me cash. So you are welcome. Well, Ryan, want to talk a little about hockey? <laughs> Ooh, excuse me for like two oh, minutes. <laughs> I got choked up talking yeah, about hockey. Yeah, we can do that. Um, I mean, not long. We should. Well, we're going to do a whole baseball episode. So, so I, I think we're on the same page here. If we're going to talk hockey, it's the sad demise of Jonathan Tate's playing career. And yeah, Patch, like Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taves have stalled their ability to get tra- like we want to be mad at Kyle Davidson, our new GM. We want to be mad at him. But the fact of the matter is, is. Stan Bowman gave them no trade clauses and Kane and Taves were approached. Yeah. Were approached at the beginning, like in the off season and said, what would you like to do? You've earned the right to be here. or You've earned the right to go play for another team. They, they were flat out. Like this is going to be a bad, we are in the tankathon for the number one pick. This is going to be a bad team and a bad roster of young players. And neither one of those dudes wanted to be moved. It's weird. It's weird. And now Jonathan Taves with his immune deficiency. Long COVID. Long COVID. I get it. It's no joke. He had that whole year off of undisclosed illness. So people are not going to want to trade for Kane because of the possible hip. I mean, he uh, having a Hattie the other night was... Well, he's a healthy scratch. Because, uh, the, because of the hip. Like, no, because of the trade deadline. Oh, because of the trade deadline? So, yeah, I think Toronto is the spot, the most likely I've heard spot at this point. Toronto and New York are the only teams that he wanted to be trading for. So uh, New York traded and got Vladimir Tarasenko. They so did. So that is over. That is over. So it is... You lose all your leverage in a trade scenario. So why, why would he want to stay here? Like, listen, I, sign the one day contract at the end, retire a Blackhawk, but like, go try to win. I, I, I don't, I don't give a shit about like legacy doesn't matter about what team you went and played for. Michael Jordan played for the wizard for three years, right? Nobody gives a shit or thinks about that. They think about him winning six championships with the bulls. Unless, you know, Kaner with his, his baby and his baby mama wanted to be here in Chicago. He's happy. You don't know what they won three cups. They won a lot. Is it more important about just being where you're comfortable and, and then going and chasing another cup? Yeah. You and I as fans of the franchise would have loved to have said, Patrick, we'd love to have you come back and sign. But right now, Training you brings us more of a return than you being here this year. Right. 
come back to us. Let's work out a fair deal in the off season. There's not a franchise tag, tag in the NHL, right? But it would benefit this organization and for you to come back. But maybe they they want their legacy to be they were one sweater, and Patrick Kane was the greatest U.S. born hockey player ever in one sweater. Brett Hull wore more, more than one sweater. He he's did. The cur- he's the current. But yeah, he played for like he played for the Blues for the majority of it. But then I think he went to Anaheim at the end of his career. So, like, but again, like, you don't even realize that. You know what I'm saying? Like, sure. Like, we're not the biggest diehard, you know, uh, hockey, hockey fans. We love our hockey, like, for we sure. Do. But um, it's really hard to watch right now. It's literally hard to watch. The NHL it makes is. it difficult to find games, and their ESPN doesn't show them. What a albatross of a deal that is. That was the dumbest thing. And I and I really I never got over the Eddie Olchek mm. the snub. I never got over the way that the Blackhawks treated Eddie Olchek. Eddie Olchek is good. Well, and Foley. Foley didn't Foley didn't want to stop. They told him this is it. You're done. Right. The fact that you don't go to Eddie Olchek with a blank check and say, fill this in. This is the same bullshit that the White Sox are going through with Benetti and Steve Stone. Like, Stoney and Benetti both were like, yeah, that was a lot harder than it should have been because the White Sox, Jerry Reinsdorf, refuses to work with agents when, like with that because he considers them family. It's, again, it's another Chicago franchise run poorly. Eddie is, is there Ilchek a good one? Is, Eddie, <laughs> Nope. The only one that's trending that way is maybe the Bears with their new president hiring with them moving to Arlington Heights. But Eddie Olchek is must watch hockey. He's the best there is. And Absolutely. If Eddie Olchek was out there with another partner, I would still watch it. I promise mm-hmm. you I'd be watching it religiously. But I have not gotten over the fully Olchek move. Yeah. To dive which, back which in. Which sounds really crazy, right? But he's so good. And he could, he could, again, day in, day out, take you through hockey, take you through the goods and bads of what you're seeing with a developing team. But it was just too much. It was just too much. He went to the Kraken. He didn't want to go to the Kraken. He was balling on his way out. Yeah. But they, they treated him like shit. Like, yeah. what happened to this great run franchise? That dude has, Eddie Elchek, has mitts, like, aside, like, they're massive. Like, I have big hands, and his hands are... You know, giving yourself a compliment, big hands, huh? We all know what that big, means. Big hand guy, right? Yeah, big gloves. That guy, <laughs> that guy's hands are a full third bigger than what mine are. Like, and and they're just like when he shook my hand, I was like, holy crap! Like big sausage, strong, cock strong hands, like that dude. <laughs> no, I get all choked up talking about yeah. Blackhawk. Yeah, and also cock strong hands, huh? Was that what you got all choked up that's, on? That's what did it. Yeah, sorry, uh, get weird over here. But well, after the dime of the week, I had to, <laughs> I had to appease our uh, female listeners. We have them. Dimes up. Yeah, but, you're right. You're right. Yeah, I, we'll see if anything gets moved. I think Max Domi's had a nice year. Uh, Tankathon USA Tankathon. In, in Chicago. Chicago. You want to just talk about bad sports? Bulls. Blackhawks, the Bears, 
We are just a cursed city of sports. I, I think the Cubs are going to be okay. We'll talk about it next week. Yeah. Great I teaser. Think, I think the Cubs win more games than the Sox. But. Well, I will put some money down on that. We'll see. Or we'll come up with a bet because you still owe me a fresh sixer. I have, not seen, I have not seen you in the flesh since then. We, we need to change that. It's because you live in southern Wisconsin. And you live in Indiana. <laughs> I do not. I know you don't. But Elgin. Elgin. Uh, like, like five minutes from your mom. <laughs> and how, man? Whoa. Whoa. Hey. All right, man. Well, another good show in the books. It was. Sorry we missed a week again to our uh, wonderful fan base. Next week, uh, we are changing that. We are switching it up. So we are going to make it a baseball theme show. So get ready for lots of Cubs and Sox talk. We're going to uh, have pitchers and catchers have reported. It's it's going on. Like, we've got to start we got to start talking about it. Maybe we'll get a little golf talk in here. You're I talking would, to two big golf fans. Here. I would love to talk some golf. So I, there's I the know teaser. A man, my man Snides and Rowing would love to hear it. So. Yes. So there's our teaser. Next week it is baseball and golf. All right. Sounds so, good. Have a good week, my friend. Cheers to our fan base and uh, appreciate you all. All right. All right. Have a good one. Well, that's it for this week. Thanks for listening to the Chi-Town Throwdown. Be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. Chi-Town Throwdown is available everywhere you get podcasts, so make sure you review and share with your friends. We'd really appreciate it. See you next week.